Second episode, finally making making a collection here. Um, got a few things to talk about today. Not very many interesting things. About like the last episode, but new subjects and topics and whatnot. Um, yeah, um, I don't know. I might be changing some of these uh, segments. Doing away with some. Anyway, stick around. Got some pretty good stuff coming up here. Next up, real time. Real time. Real time. Okay, first up, movie called Seven Samurai. This is uh, black and white. Movie done back in 1954. It is 203 minutes long. That's what a little over three hours. Uh, directed by Akira Kurosawa. Uh, description goes as follows: A desperate village hires seven samurai to protect it from marauders in this crown jewel of Japanese cinema. No other film so seamlessly weaves philosophy and entertainment, delicate human emotions, and relentless action. Featuring Japan's legendary star, the great Toshiro Mifune, Akira Kurosawa's Seven Samurai is an inspired epic, a triumph of art, and an unforgettable three-hour ride. Um, this is one of my favorites as far as Japanese uh, cinema goes. Um, and in fact, there was a movie made afterwards called The Magnificent Seven, a western over here, which is actually taken from The Seven Samurai. But of course, nowhere near as good. So, anyway, that's the Seven Samurai Japanese movie with subtitles. Not like the cheap kung fu Chinese movies. This is Japanese. Go ahead and check it out because it's worth watching. Um, well, now it's the, the time of the show where I just talk um, pointless things for about a minute. Um. Not much going on this week. We had a ton of rain. Um, yeah, tons. Just was relentless. Um, <clears throat> other than that, not much else going on around here. The weather's cleared up now. Still a bit cool. Um, what else is going on here? Put in a plug here for um, anybody living in the uh, DFW area of Texas. The lawn service, clean cut lawn service. Anybody need your lawns cut, trimmed, edged, clean up, whatever, anything. Clean cut lawn service can do it. Um, that's a plug for the lawn company there. Other than that, not much else. Um, yeah, so, um, thinking about doing away with some segments. Um, I'm not really sure about the whole... Well, I'll leave the poetry corner because, uh, you know, some people out there like poetry. Uh, I'm just changing my mind about reading my own. Um, not that it's bad, I just, you know, I'd rather read other people's. <laughs> other than that, 
There might be one or two other changes might add on to it. I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, enjoy the rest of the show. That's the end of the little talk segment there. Next up, Poetry Corner. Poetry Corner. Today's poetry is a poem uh, entitled uh, Diophanes of Marina. Marina, however you want to pronounce it. Circa 150 BC, apparently. On Love. Very short reading. Love's thrice a robber, however you take it. He's desperate, sleepless, and he strips us naked. Yeah, told you it was short. And that's the Poetry Corner. Poetry Corner. Okay. It's time for the word of the day. Today's word, dissipate. That is dissipate, D-I-S-S-I-P-A-T-E. It's a verb. It means to spread out or scatter. Okay, you know what that time means. Oh, man. What that sound means. What am I saying? Yeah. It's time for the three-minute update, which usually lasts about six minutes. Okay, first on the list, we got Viagra for Stallion Who Wouldn't Horse Around. This is brought to us by Reuters, I guess. Reuters? I don't know how you say that. Anyway, today is Tuesday, March 21st. Uh, Berlin. A German court ordered Viagra to be given to a stallion after his new owner claimed... He was impotent and refused to pay the full asking price. The buyer of the horse, called Vetter, paid just a tenth of the price of over 4,000 euros, which is $4,900, claiming it had only one testicle and failed to get frisky with a female pony. A vet found the testicle after an examination, said Egbert Simons, a spokesperson for the court in the eastern town of Neuropen. And when the stallion was given the potency drug, it emerged. He was fully functional, he added. The court ordered the buyer to pay full price. Um, okay, so there you go. All you think you're stallions. Here's the drug for you. Um, it works for horses, it can work for you, okay? Hmm, let's see. Next in the news, we have... Oh, let's get an update on this bird flu thing. I gave you one yesterday. Five more deaths put bird flu toll at 103. Brought to you by the Associated Press. Tuesday, March 21st, Geneva. The human death toll from the deadly H5N1 strain of bird flu reached 103 after five people died from the disease in Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan, whatever. You know. Look it up. The World Health Organization said Tuesday, WHO said seven of 11 patients from that country had tested positive for H5N1 in samples checked at a major laboratory in Britain. Five of those cases were fatal. 
The source of infection was still under investigation, but officials suspected a connection to the feathers of dead swans. Majority, quote, the majority of cases have occurred in females between the ages of 15 and 20 years, end quote, who said, quote, in this community, the defeathering of birds is a task usually undertaken by adolescent girls and young women, quote, or end quote, whatever. So far, there was no indication of direct exposure to dead or diseased poultry in some of the cases. That has been the usual source of exposure for humans who caught the bird flu. Health officials fear the virus could mutate into a version that could easily be transmitted between people, potentially triggering a global pandemic. Which is what we've been hearing for the past, what, five, six months or more? Meanwhile, tests confirmed that the H5N1 strain has spread to Pakistan, the government said. The Agriculture Ministry said British lab tests were conducted on chickens from two farms in northwestern Pakistan. The deadly virus was detected in each supporting Pakistani lab tests, the ministry said. The H5N1 virus has killed or forced the slaughter of tens of millions of chickens and ducks across Asia since 2003. Well, there you go, then it's been going on for three years. It has spread more recently with migrating birds to Europe, Africa, and the Middle East. Apparently birds don't come to the U.S. Um... Okay, well, that takes care of uh, odd news and health news. Oh, man. Bird flus, bird flus. You know, I thought the scare was... Um, the whole deal was like it was going to spread within days or months or something and the whole world would die. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. So whatever. Um. Okay. What's up next? Weight loss surgery also eases hypertension. Study. This is, uh, Reuters? Reuters? I don't know. Man, this is old news. March 20th, yesterday. Um, Chicago. Weight loss surgery has the added benefit of dropping high blood pressure levels as it slims morbidly obese patients, researchers said on Monday. Patients who had not been taking drugs to treat their hypertension prior to surgery saw a significant easing of their blood pressure afterwards, and some of those on antihypertension drugs were able to stop taking them, according to a study published in the Archives of Surgery. Roughly two-thirds of morbidly obese people have high blood pressure, which is considered a prime risk factor for heart attacks and strokes. The report said obese people can take weight off Obese people who take weight off can also lower the associated risks of ailments such as diabetes, some cancers, and joint stress. The study tracked 347 severely obese patients who had gastric bypass surgery at the University of Pittsburgh Medical Center from 1992 to 2001. Half had high blood pressure, with some 100 taking drugs to treat it. 18 months after the surgery, which often involved shrinking the stomach and bypassing the nutrient-absorbing large intestine, the patient's weight 
has stabilized at around uh, a body mass index of 35, a level at which someone is considered moderately obese. A person's body mass index is a ratio of height and weight, with the figure 30 or above considered obese, and 40 or more morbidly obese. In other, in other words, you. Uh, Long-lasting health benefits after surgery patients who had not been undergoing drug treatment for hypertension experienced a modest decrease in their systolic blood pressure, the higher rating uh, taken when the heart contracts, and a significant decrease in diastolic, diastolic pressure, the lower figure when the heart is at rest. Among those who had been taking blood pressure drugs, one-third were able to stop taking them, and others lowered their dose dosages. Quote, in counseling patients who are considered gastric bypass surgery, who are considering gastric bypass surgery, this study will help us to identify those patients who can reasonably expect the long-lasting health benefits from significantly reducing blood pressure, end quote, said study co-author Madeline Fernstrom, an associate professor of psychiatry, epidemiology, whatever, and surgery epidemiology and surgery at the University of Pittsburgh. Okay, I'm not stupid, okay? I'm just reading over this fast. And I get to long words, I don't feel like saying them. Quote, It also is important to note that blood pressure reductions occurred in patients even though they remained obese with a body mass index in the 35 range, which is still not ideal, further suggesting that weight loss itself in this study achieved through gastric bypass surgery can improve health outcomes. End quote. Fernstrom said, Weight loss surgery is becoming... Uh, is booming in the United States, doubling to 140,000 operations in 2004, compared to two years earlier with an estimated 2% of the U.S. population morbidly obese. The death rate from complications after surgery ranges from 0.5% to 1% of patients. There you go. There's our news for today. Um, covers uh, odd news bird flu and obese people. Okay. Well, that's the news. Three minute update. That concludes it for now. Alright, yeah, whatever. Big people, lose weight. Exercise. remember that video game in the arcade uh, I think it was called Rolling Thunder it was like this guy that was um, it was like a private eye or something he had uh, like his guns and holsters under his arms and stuff he used to kill these uh, dudes that wear masks they kind of look like KKK guys or something he used to um, yeah you shoot them and jump up on balconies and stuff like that I think it was called Rolling Thunder pretty sweet game I wish they made that for like Xbox or something I don't know why they don't put it on those, um, you know, they always make those classic game things. It's a collection of all the old games. They never put that one on there. That was pretty sweet. That one in Shinobi. Those are pretty cool. Ah, that's correct. It's time for quick quotes and fast facts. 
Mm. Today's quote comes from Henry David Thoreau. And I quote, Be true to your work, your word, and your friend. That's the quick quote. And for the fast facts, we have today's fast fact. Beds and sleep. We spend something like a third of our lives in bed. An adult sleeping with another adult in a standard bed, four foot, six inches wide, and six foot, two inches long, has less personal space than a baby in a cot. Oh, you know what that means? It's time for Skyscraper. <sighs> Part of the show where I read a bit of my story. Okay, and we're up to what section? We read the first part of the first chapter yesterday. Okay, we are reading After the Fat Man, uh, which is a story about a private eye and one of his cases, a uh, story that I wrote. Yep. Okay. We left off where he met Miss Lindrit in a nightclub, walked off, and he said she knew her way around in life, but I knew her a little better. And now we begin our next section. I was back at my office for the night. A little rest and a few drinks made me feel right at home. Gloria, one of my dolls, came in and sat down next to me on the sofa. You all right, Johnny? Yeah. You go home and get some rest, all. All right, but you stay out of trouble. She left. I laid down for a while right there on the sofa. I had a comfortable office. I was lying there for about ten minutes, just about to nod off when the door was kicked open. I jumped to my feet and grabbed my forty-five. What's your business, I inquired. I was looking at a short, fat man, about five foot four. He had a cigar in his mouth, and it was to the side. There was about ten gold rings on each finger, and he wore a navy blue pinstripe. I'm here on business, he said in a rough, breathless kind of voice. Something wrong with your throat? Come in, have a drink. He downed the first glass pretty quick and continued to talk. His voice was no better. I'll make this quick. I got a cab waiting on me, he said. I'm listening, I returned. I need a broad gotten out of the way. I'm not a killer, I'm a detective. I understand, I'm not talking murder. I'm just wanting a day moved out of the way in case an accident does happen. What kind of accident? A bad kind. One you don't worry about, see? What do you mean, out of the way? Just keep her amused for a day or two. What dame? A Miss Lo Rose Lindrit. Ever heard of her? I've heard of her. What's the accident? I said don't worry about it. He got up out of the chair that was facing me and turned and walked to the door, then turned again and faced my direction. The job with the dame is business, not pleasure. Understand? I hear you. Oh, what's your name? You can call me the fat man. It suits you. He slammed the door and I listened as he walked down the hall. I realized I was still holding my forty-five. I put it back under my arm and went back to sleep. 
Okay, it's time for the Grobworm segment of the show where we discuss garden facts, news, etc. Today we have just a few facts, not very much news. It's a fact about flies. There are over 100,000 species of flies. An adult female housefly is capable of producing up to 2,400 eggs in her lifetime. Every egg that hatches turns into a maggot. In hot weather, flies can multiply in two to three weeks, especially if they have a good supply of fresh, warm excrement from a family pet. Doggy doo-doo, in other words. Um, if you ingest fly eggs, they can cause a stomach ache. Flies have 4,000 faceted eyes and have ultra-sensitive hairs that can detect even the slightest change in air currents. Flies take off somewhat backwards, and if you aim a fly swatter toward their back, you will kill more flies. A horsefly can actually bite through leather and can inflict a painful bite in humans. The stable fly has probosics, uh, like a hypodermic needle, and draws blood, usually from a person's ankle, socks, or no socks. Best to wear boots around stables. And that concludes the grubworm segment of the show. And we know what this sound means. It's the end of the show. Today's show is a bit shorter than normal, but that's alright. Keeps it to the point. Don't want you to get too bored. Um, remember, if you want to email me, you can at poor, that's P-O-O-R underscore O-L-D underscore L-U-1-7 at yahoo.com. That's poorlblue17 at yahoo.com. Email me with any questions, comments, whatever. Be sure to check out my uh, uh, my blog linked to my uh, podcast on iTunes. And there are links to some videos that I've done also. Thanks for joining me. Hopefully I'll have another one up in a day or two. Keep listening and uh, spread the word. Tell your friends about the show. Be sure to subscribe to my podcast. And that ends today's show. See y'all later. You've just been in the lion's den. Thanks for listening. Come here next time. Ow, you know that really hurts.